This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 15 ounces of leather and compressed air. A dead object? No, not really. Just resting, waiting for a signal from its master. And suddenly it's full of life, doing everything that Pelé wants it to. But even for Pelé, there was a time when the ball didn't always obey him. It was only hours of lonely practice as a boy that gave him this skill. Often he had no real soccer ball to practice with. He had to make do with whatever he could. Maybe a ball of old rags tied with string. Or sometimes it was a grapefruit. When I go home late at night, this is a song that I really like to sing right now, so I'll play it for you. It's uh, called My Old Man. that fabulous footballer Pelle, not even power cuts. And Aston Villa, the host team, have just bought for one game only this generator for £5,000. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Joining me for this short little introduction, Dan Rogers of the VillaUnderground.com. You are a Brazilian football expert, I hear. I am. I'm like Tim Vickery, only better. Excellent, because this is a bonus show. Uh, I've gone through the My Old Man Said attic. Or is it a basement? I heard it was a basement. Yeah, probably more suited to My Old Man Said a basement. And I've dug out an interview that I did with Pelé, who once oh. upon a time, before the... Uh, <laughs> who else? As uh, some listeners will uh, know, I used to interview, well, in, like, for 10 years, all kinds of... Uh, all these people aspiring to interview famous people. Well, I've already done that. I'm kind of working in the reverse. <laughs> now you interview me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what what's gone wrong here. It's a bit like the <laughs> curious case of Benjamin Button where everything is kind of regressing backwards. 
But uh, about <laughs> ten ten years ago, I interviewed Pele at Cannes Film Festival when I when I had a life, <laughs> and uh, it's one of those you go there to actually you know interview uh, X Y Z actor director for various films because you you know you've you've got them either sold to magazines and newspapers because I'm freelance, and so that's your your kind of bread and butter, and you get there with some things sorted out that you know are going to be there. And then other things, you turn up at these PR offices to kind of schedule. You see their uh, lineup, and there's a certain, sometimes there's two or three just random things that you didn't expect when you turned up. And one of them was Pelé. I also interviewed Mike Tyson this way as well, where you just think, oh, yeah, put me down for that. <laughs> so uh, but that was interesting. Well, it was when he, now he's like Mr. Talkative Mike Tyson. He does these one-man shows about his <laughs> life, but then he was like a real, uh, I mean, I know my boxing, so, he, you know, he could get a bit of rapport, but the problem is there was about 15 journalists around a table for that one. So uh, it's hard to get any real rapport because, you know, you've got a lot of plonkers in there. Pele was all right because there was four of us in total, and a couple of them uh, actually know. It's, it's more like uh, you're not there really to work or do a, like an interview you just basically had to hang out with Pele. I mean, I never sold it. So we were just there for the laugh. And it's quite funny because, uh, you know, you've got Pele talking about one of the things we we speak about in this interview that's about to uh, come up is his daughter, this 18-year-old girl, appeared out of nowhere claiming to be uh, his daughter that he didn't actually know about. Awkward. And in the interview, we're saying, uh, well, you know, can't you remember a mum? And he's like, yeah, mm. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, then then you know you put two and two together. You go, what? So why did uh, Pele? It's a bit odd that he became like this, the the kind of face of the Viagra ambassador. The of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you know, over the years, putting putting the pieces together because he's you know Pele when I was a kid growing up he's like the most famous player Mm -hmm. there's nobody to touch him and then Maradona came along and he came into the conversation and obviously nowadays this generation you have Ronaldo and Messi so you're meeting somebody who's like Jesus Christ there's Jesus Christ there's Muhammad Ali and there's Pele and you know maybe a couple of other and Steve Rocket (laughs) but these are like you know popular (laughs) pop culture icons big icons so you think he's you know the sun shines out of his ass but then you start you think why is he like the the kind of global ambassador for Viagra then I remember watching this uh, watching this documentary on uh, New York Cosmos and what went down in the 70s in New York and these guys getting paid. I think he tells us in this interview how much uh, he got paid for New York Cosmos. But, you know, they're basically Studio 54. It's like, you know, New York City, partying every night. They still used to, to keep in with traditions of, uh, you know, football teams. They would share, you know, hotel rooms. Uh, mm-hmm. Players would always share, so they have a buddy. So because they're all out shagging, including Pelé, having kids left, right and centre... If they if they got lucky and they brought somebody back to the room, what they would do uh, to signal to their uh, roommate that they were, let's say, occupied, they would leave a bottle of ketchup outside, <laughs> and that would be the signal to beat it and you know get a hotel room somewhere else. No way. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure Pele. Let's say he's very, he was well acquainted with the ketchup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, room service, yeah, I'd, I'd like some Viagra and a, and a bottle of ketchup, please. <laughs> Mr. Pele, it's your 10th bottle today. <laughs> so, yeah, so in the interview, we, we, we're putting putting this up as a bonus uh, podcast. 
and it's you know it's kind of a insight into how these like round table things happen because uh, a lot of the time nowadays in in the, when press are doing interviews it is uh, it's, it's increasingly rare i mean i used to be kind of powerful enough to get one-on-ones but it, it's kind of quite rare and it's getting increasingly so so it's more a bit of fun this podcast uh, just to be a, like a fly on the wall in in our meeting with pele and obviously pele's got a weird villa history he's uh Mm. He, he played in that game uh, against Santos, which you know a few of our listeners would have been at. It's 1972, mm. before my time. There's like 54, about 50, just over 54,000 witness Villa who were in this third division then beat them 2-1. Pele can't even remember the game. I mean, I didn't ask him about it uh, in this interview, but when he came over to do one of these personal meet and greets thing, I think some local press did an interview with him. You know, he said, oh, we used to play two or three games a year in England and also Germany and Italy. So, you know, you couldn't really particularly remember Villa's game a lot. Uh, I think the floodlights went out before, yes. in, in, infamously. And then the last time he came into our universe was, uh, I think he probably remembered this one a bit more, because he came on as the guest of honour at Highbury when Villa went to Highbury for the last game of the season, when they got beat 2-0 but won the league on the last day of the season in 1981. And he came on like a hero, he was doing like a lap of honour, all the Arsenal fans cheering him, but when he got to the Villa end, everybody started booing him. (laughs) 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 Which is like the kind of typical Villa fan spirit, I think. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, he he was there and he got to witness witness Villa win in the league in uh, dramatic fashion. I wonder if he got the ketchup bottles out later on to uh, <laughs> to celebrate. It's all a fine vintage. <laughs> but anyway, make of it what you will, and uh, hopefully, I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest interview ever, but it's uh, it's kind of a, a kind of a fun one. I remember, I think it was just before England were going to the nine, uh, 2006 World Cup. So we're asking him about like Michael Owen, who he claims to have discovered Michael Owen, which is quite funny. <laughs> and uh, also asking him about Wayne Rooney as well and his thoughts, which is bizarre now because Wayne Rooney, this is like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 11 years ago. And Wayne Rooney's still in circulation. And obviously Owen, who uh, at the time... I mean, you did discover him in the favela. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this kind of bizarre thing that, you know... How, <laughs> How can you claim to have discovered Owen when you've probably visited Liverpool, I don't know, once, twice in your life? Anyway. Bizarre. So now, next time you see uh, that Heinz ketchup <laughs> bottle, just think of Pele. <laughs> mm. Right, let's get to the interview. It takes place poolside, outside the back of a small can hotel, just off, uh, just a block off the Quazette, which is the main drag by the beach. I seem to recall, uh, I think it's referenced in the actual interview, I'm wearing a Zico t-shirt. Zico being one of the uh, prime movers of the 1982 Brazilian World Cup team. Probably one of the best teams to ever grace the World Cup, even though they didn't end up uh, winning it. The sound quality is pretty good. It's from a mini-disc, despite the winds, and uh, occasionally uh, it might be a little difficult to uh, make out what Pele's saying due to his uh, heavy accent, but uh, if there's anything you're unsure of, I'll make sure there's a link to a transcript of the interview uh, on the show notes. So until next time, here's Pele. Enjoy. Okay, that's Hey, do, hey, do, please help. 
Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. How are you? Fine. Have you ever been well, to this mad festival before? Yes, yeah, twice already. Oh, uh, first time was uh, is, uh, a film with uh, the director François Hachembach, the documentary, the, the, the Roi Pelé. Okay. And then, uh, then I came here with, uh, with Sylvester Alone and Michael Caine, Escape to Victory. John Hughes to come with a minor miracle. It's a film about the children in Los Angeles. But uh, the, this is the first time I come to talk about my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is different. I mean, there's, there's, been, a, there's been many TV programs, there's been many videos about, about your life. Why did you decide I want to do the definitive one? The, the uh, first of all, because a uh, lot of, uh, of show, yeah. you know, they didn't have a the, the let's say the, the, the patient the essence to do exactly what the the the, the movie needs mm. no they they make an interview mixed and say okay right, yeah. with that yeah. and, then, and, and then the film was selected you know, the, the goals uh, was the, the material the, the the screen was uh, prepared and work for the moves, you know, edited. the quality, yeah. the yeah. quality of the. And the other, the other reason was the, the kids today, yeah. you know, yeah. 25, 30 years old, they didn't see Pele. Just that's yeah. here, no, I, I but just saw, there's I just a. Saw Zico. There's that's a, a <laughs> 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 then I say, I think it's good to have something for the new generation, you know, to to show them because. The TV from 75, 70 to now, we have the TV. And then 70 was my last World Cup. You know? yeah. When started the media and the, the yeah. TV show. Yeah. And then the, all the, the rest. That reason took five years to produce the film. Do you think this is like the final chapter? Now we know anything about the lady, we don't need to know more. This uh, is it? Uh, listen, well, depends. <laughs> it depends on the way I. I, I tease my my director and I say, listen, we have only 350 goals, 400. Then we have 1,000 goals more to to find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find this goal. We don't know where, but but uh, I think the, the the quality of the film. I think this is I I, I can call the the bible of Pele, yeah. no doubt, because it's not only the goals. Is my my mother stay there? My and all my family. I could get uh, together all my family. This is I don't know if I, when I have the same opportunity to put all together again and do a new film. Why did you think uh, was it why, why was it important for you to have your family in the film and to show your mother there to show your people there? You mean no, it doesn't no, no, because been because to because uh, the film is about my life. It's not about football. <laughs> I think my life and the what I get. I think the. What supported me was the base of my family. I think this was the most important thing in my life, was the base of my family. And you know, first God and then my family, because this was 35 years, you know. And also, I, I think if you're going to leave something for the future generation, you must to live the truth. We have a little problem in certain matters in the film, because I get my marriage first marriage. Yeah. Then when I got divorced, five, eight years later, appeared one late, one girl with 28 years old, 
she appeared like my da- my daughter. Yeah. And then I, I didn't know because was surprised me. I didn't uh, even. You didn't know that she existed. No. Right. no. And then she she come and uh, we discussed. We're gonna use this in the film. We're gonna put in the film or not. Then this was a little <laughs> complicated. Yeah. But I, <laughs> no matter. I I I understand. We I think we did the right. We we use we put it into a show in the film. Because it's my... It's she my is your daughter, yeah. definitely. But I didn't create, I didn't know. Now I know. Yeah. You know? But when the, when the she appeared, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. Then uh, the director warned a little bit about, you know, show or not. I said, no, this is my life. I think it's good to tell the truth. Yeah. And a lot of other things. I think we have a lot of uh, message for the youngsters. When I was in school, when I was in the army. Yeah. A lot of kids, they think, oh, Pelé, mm. go to the art. No, Pelé, yeah, you did. but I was there. <laughs> you know? but with, with this daughter, have you, have you now become close to her? Is she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, become you know, friends. She, she go to my house, she know my mother, you know, and uh, I have a second marriage, I have uh, two child, yeah. I, have a, I have a twins, you know. Yeah. He's a very good friend. <laughs> oh, wow. So what's her become, name? Become um, Flavia. Flavia. Was it difficult for you to accept the fact that suddenly out of... It must be a big surprise. And, and yeah, it was, uh, was uh, complicated for me. Uh-huh. Because, uh, no. In the soul, in the heart, right? Yeah, yeah but uh, when, uh, when uh, I saw my mother, then my brother, you know, my sister, came once to talk with her, <laughs> the face is, looks like... What's that? What's Then I say... Okay, but <laughs> so this. Uh, then she told all the history for me what yeah. happened. That and uh, this was, if she's 28. This would have been when your first marriage. Yeah, when they, yeah, broke down. Yeah. This, Do you remember her mother? Uh, no, that's the problem. Mm. Because I think I met once. You know. Yeah, and because you. Uh, you were a very, very famous man, and you were. Like, yeah, but uh, no, uh, I don't understand why. Why it was a secret. Why that she long. waited yeah. so long to. Yeah. Show up. And then the, the film is, is is really my 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 life. You know? Yeah. It's not on football. Yeah. Fortunately, the reaction of the the public is very good, mm. and uh, there a lot of uh, women went to the film to to bring their daughter or their yeah. their son. When they, they watch the film, they say, oh, the film is a fantastic film. In the beginning, people, they say, oh, this is a film of football, Pelé and the Goat. But when they see the film, they say, it's, it's different. It's about the man. It's about the, 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 the real person. So a lot of people came forward saying, this, my daughter and my son is Pelé's child. So, <laughs> is that what they did? No, no, no. the film. Yeah. No, no, the film, no. I, I, I represent the, the, the yeah. I present the girls. So how many children is that now that you've got in total? In total, yeah. two, two marriages. Uh, yeah. Six. With three, three and three. And now Flavia? Seven. Seven. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I mean, obviously you had or still have a very successful, perfect, wonderful life, but also must have been something that you didn't like when you became suddenly so very famous and a star. Was there anything or was it just... I don't, I don't, I, uh, even I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because everything was start to happen, happen in my life, I didn't, I didn't have a problem, you know. Uh, today, I, you know, I have a lot of friends, movie star, you know, big star, player. They they have a problem when they see people who don't want to talk with the newspaper. They have problems because, you know, I think they are not prepared for that. First of all, the guy wants to be famous. Yeah. He wants to be well-known. And after, when he become owner, he wants to disappear. <laughs> yeah. Because I think their personality has not uh, done yet. With me, since I'm uh, 15 years old, when I started to play with Brazil at Santos, it's the same life. I, I think it would be tough, uh, different if it changed something. <laughs> then it would be difficult to me to accept the other side, but uh, it's my life, you know. But, but you're, you must be happy that it happened to you when, in the, in the, in the time it did, because, for example, David Beckham now for Real Madrid, maybe they buy him just to make more money because they know they can sell shirts and merchandise. Oh, but this is different. You know, this, yeah. is, this is different because it depends on the personality of the player to the person. To, mm. you know, some some uh, person you know, let them use them. Yeah. Other, others, no. It depends of, of the time. Yeah. You know. and my time was a little different with the media. You know. mm. A lot of difference because I, I used to tease because when I I travel with Ronaldo, Ronaldinho yeah. sometimes, or, or Cafu, or Roberto Carlos. You know? I say, listen, I played 10 years to get to what you get in one year. The other thing, the other thing, at that time we used to play you know, all over the world, mm-hmm. Santos, Brazil, because yeah. you have to perform outside. Yeah. You know? and then we become well known after two World Cups, you know. After 10 years, becoming strong, that people old. Now, the guy scored one goal yeah. and become well-known all over yeah. the world in one game. Yeah. But now... It's a big difference, you know. Like, if, you, if you were playing now, A, which team would you be playing for? Because, like, Real would be trying to buy you. 
Barcelona, no, Manchester but, United. <laughs> would you? But it was the same before. I know it was. <laughs> but um, I, I, I was okay in Santos. I don't, I didn't have a, no idea to to leave. I was okay, because I have a proposal to go to, to Italy, to go to Real Madrid. Yeah. lot of players that time Any from England? came in uh, Manchester United. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Uh, we have a Didi, we have a Garincha, we have a Dino Sani, we have a Altafini, Sormani. Those players, they come to play in you know, Europe. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I was to. okay. Yeah, I was okay. But even so, the money was was the money sort of. No, uh, because I I was okay. In yeah. Santos, I got good money at that time. Of course, it would be much more. Now it would but, be. Uh, this is is the the is the, the different time. You know? For example, I when I went to New York Cosmo was uh, seventy five. Yeah. I I stopped to play in Brazil. I get the same time. I retired. I got a lot of proposals to come to Europe. I didn't. I didn't come to play in Europe because it would be the same. You know? Yeah. In the United States, it was different because you promote the football. The the season there is five months, six months, and then uh, I got eight million dollar. Yeah. It was a good. Uh, At the time, that was huge. Yeah. yeah. It was it was yeah. The, the highest you know payment. I was retired already. Yeah. It was different, you know. But still, I mean, in, in America, football or soccer, as they call it, hasn't still gripped the nation. Can you can you put your oh, no no? Uh, they are a big mistake when the, when the people talk about the, the game. For example, the game is is already done. You know, yeah. On the sport, the kids from seven, eight years to twenty years, the best sport is a soccer, is a football right. soccer. But when they get to the pro level, then. Yeah. Is the problem with American football, with baseball, and then the women, the women, college, university, the pastime. They are they won twice champion of the world. You know, the German, the American girls, yeah. they get the gold medal in the Olympics. I have a joke who I used to, to do when I, I train the kids there because in Europe and South America. You talk with the kids and say, oh, my father was a soccer player. And I say, oh, my father was champion. Of the... In America, they say, oh, my mother was champion of the world. My mother was a soccer player. It's the best player. <laughs> the kids in America are completely different. What do you think of women soccer players? And when you played in Brazil, was there, were there any girls who played? No, no, Brazil, they have some team there, but not, uh, not so... Professional like mm -hmm. in Europe now, mm -hmm. like in America and Canada, mm -hmm. could become um, strong, more and more strong. You know. But what, what now they think? have a league you now. What, what do you think of women's soccer players? Do you like to watch it? Do you think this is good? Uh, I, 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 I trained in, in New York. I, you know, I trained the, the, the girls there. Uh -huh. A lot of the college they have you no know, fields, mm -hmm. good training field, mm -hmm. and then I used to to train them. To soccer camp and they have a girl more than in, in Brazil, but uh, yeah, the, the the women play basketball, play volleyball, play tennis, play everything. Now the, you know, football become very FIFA now give a lot of attention yeah. for the, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. women tournament. Um, can England win the World Cup next year? <laughs> you get asked this every World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> if you say we can, then we might believe it. It's very difficult to say. 
football, you know, always you, you get surprised. Always the box of surprise. The last World Cup in Japan and Korea, Argentina was the best and France was the mm. best. They didn't qualify. Germany was the worst team in Europe. <laughs> yeah. And they went to the final with Brazil. Yeah. You know, and it's England? difficult to say. England was in, in, in this World Cup was very good. They should have beaten Brazil. They, was, uh, yeah, that was that big if game. Brazil doesn't have luck, because it was luck yeah. in the first half. Yeah. England will be in the final. Mm -hmm. But this time, <laughs> I, I think Brazil has a good team this yeah. time. Uh, good players. I don't know if they, you know, as a team, if they gonna put together a good team. But the individual player, Brazil has a good chance to to be in between the fourth and five. To play against Germany, Germany is different. Yeah. You know, I have uh, have England, Italy, Italy. I think the national team of England. Yeah. And England, Organized. you think they need to, to win? No, I said to be to be between the four, four and five. Yeah, to yeah. be in the five, but to win is impossible to say. Yeah. Who gonna? Who but, but I have to ask, how do you think Sweden is going to <laughs> Listen, last year Sweden prepared a good team, mm -hmm. but then when they got the World Cup, it looks like they need more confidence mm -hmm. or experience. It's, it's like uh, Holland. Holland always they, they have a good team. Many World Cup Holland come to the final and don't win. I don't know what happened. But can I just ask you about Wayne Rooney? Have you seen him play? Yes, I saw him play. He's a good think? player. Yeah. Very good player. But he's, think, he's a very young player. I mean, he... yeah, I, I think he's not very young. He's 20, uh, 19, 19, 19, yeah. 19. Yeah. He has a great opportunity. The only problem I see. Is maybe too much pressure for him. Yeah, too much they expectation. Exactly. Because I saw on you know, two or three games in TV, he's a good player. Mm. We have a we have a Brazil. We have a player, uh, Robinho. 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 Okay. Is the best player in Brazil today. Really. Excellent player. Is the same age. Wow. Eight, uh, 19, the same pressure, the same uh, the people. Oh, this is a new Pelé, this is uh, uh, yeah. a new Garrincha. This is the problem because sometimes, you know, doesn't last too much. Yeah, yeah. They, so, your advice with him, yeah. you know, try and. Yeah, don't listen to this. Yeah. Don't, don't think that he's, he's good, don't think he's the best. Yeah. No, keep it right. And concentrate on improving. You remember, uh, I discovered Owen. Yeah, you remember when I went in, in in England to see to see the the, the midfield, the, the Brazilian midfield, Juninho. Juninho. Yeah. yeah, I went to see Juninho. Then I saw Owen. This boy is a good boy. Then I wrote for a friend of mine. I said, Oh, in England they have a number nine, very good. Cool. Owen. People started to to say Owen one year late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one year late. Uh, uh, really? Ronnie, I saw him play. He's a very, he's he's more talent than than the normal. Yeah, no what, doubt. What do you think about the, Ball control. the current movement uh, that people want to see video cameras for replays and uh, videos on the line to see if the ball has crossed the line? Do you think that is something that should be introduced? Because teams have even won the World Cup and they should have been knocked out because. There was a decision that was wrong. Uh, we discussed that. Uh, yeah. You know, I am a, I am yeah. a part of the yeah. committee of FIFA. The last meeting we discussed that. Uh, that was the the main, the main thing. thing. I was, you know, in favor if we want to try the 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 ship the ship yeah. in the ball yeah. for the heifer, some some mm -hmm. technology like that. I think it's okay. 
But uh, to use the TV for the play, football, you cannot stop the game and say, okay, stop, let's see the TV. Yeah. Then come back and say, well, you cannot do this. But there's always because, that time where everybody's arguing for five minutes. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, what is, for example, England and, and Germany, until mm-hmm. today, Beckenbauer and Bobby Schwartz, until today they talk about this. No, serious, serious. Yeah, yeah. They, when do we have a meeting? They start. You know. I said, now was the same in Italy, I think they have the same problem. You cannot stop the game and see, okay, was go or not, then what are you going to do? If you was not go the ball, keep yeah. running. What do you say? We started the game from the, the same point. It's impossible. You know? mm-hmm. I vote because one day they did experience. I remember two heifers yeah. inside of you. I say still to put two heifers inside of you. Why don't put like a tennis yeah. behind the goal? Yeah. Behind it, you go one heifer. This avoid a lot of uh, of a mistake because the heifer from the midfield, long pass, he cannot yeah, come with it. The, the lines cannot uh, yeah, follow. Yeah. Not see. But if you have one heifer there, avoid a lot of a mistake. Mm-hmm. I vote that. I don't know FIFA they're gonna think. I don't know. How, how do you find working FIFA? Do you think it's very bureaucratic and slow? Where is difficult to. You know, I almost uh, 80 years I, I, I fight for one uh, one uh, chance in the rule. You know, everybody teases me because I I was forward many times. I say, listen, everybody wants to see goal, everybody wants to see open game, but the forward sometimes you come from the midfield with the ball, counter attack them. Yeah. You you pass one, two, three. When you get in the great area. The last defender make foul. After you pass three, four players, one defender make a foul. They make the wall. Everything against yeah, you. Yeah. Come back. Everything. Oh, I said, this is not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. I said, we, have, we must change this because the wall in that case. You no, know, let them play or put. If one player make a foul, just one player stay in, in the wall. Yeah. Because unfair this. Yeah. I fight for that. You know? Still, <laughs> still are. Still, yeah. fight. they yeah. don't change. They have a lot of change, you know. They don't change. This is one change. They are very, <laughs> very difficult. Very hard. To, very hard to, to, yeah. to change, to, to accept. And but uh, we keep trying. Uh, we have to. Okay. My old man said. Corner for Villa. The corner kick is headed by Charlie Aitken. Before Santos knew what's happening, Pat McMahon nods the ball in. Villa, now in the lead, have another try at scoring, but the goalie is too good. The second half was delayed when Santos objected to the placing of the lights, which they said faced right into their eyes. The Brazilians agreed to play on when the lights had been adjusted. The boys from Birmingham on the attack now. Looks like a goal, but Santos's goalkeeper does a miraculous job. Bruce Rioch of Villa receives a healthy tackle, making it a penalty. The ever-busy winger, Ray Graydon, scores with the penalty after 57 minutes. The crowds go mad with joy, which is more than can be said for Santos, who really put the pressure on. Unfortunately for the South American lads, this goal is disallowed. 
Kelly, that world wizard of football, is brought down by Villa's number 12. This is Edu for Santos, and it's in. With the time running out, Santos hoped to make this an even score at least. But this time, Pelé's on the losing side. Aston Villa 2, Santos 1. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.